Welcome to the Autism Family Story Podcast. This is a podcast for moms for kids with autism or other special needs. In this podcast, you will get to learn different strategies to help your own kids with autism, which I have personally learned over the years in raising my son who is on the autism spectrum. My name is Vidya Banerjee and I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. four of the autism family story podcast in today's episode i will be speaking about how to look for a good aba therapy center for your autistic child aba stands for applied behavior analysis it is the science of behavior it is a evidence based intervention which is used to help children with autism learn new skills there are many things a parent needs to research before enrolling their child in a particular aba therapy center first it is important to see the credentials of the therapist working in the center aba is a regulated field the center can have different therapists like a bcba who will oversee your child's program train and teach rbts or junior therapists who will be in turn directly working with your child second parent training Parent training is an important component of any successful ABA program. If the center doesn't allow you to observe your child in therapy and also train you on different techniques to work with your child, it is immediately a red flag. Number 3. There will be instances when as a parent you might have some questions about your child's progress, their program and their overall progress. so you need to find out what the process is for the center to address your concerns because if they brush aside your concerns without addressing it then that's a red flag as well number 4 stimming is a way for autistic children to self regulate themselves as long as these behaviors are not dangerous for the child and for others around them then there is no need for these behaviors to be stopped The goal of ABA therapy is not to make autistic child look non-autistic. Eye contact is very painful for majority of children with autism. If the center is working on goals like eye contact, stopping stimming, which is not dangerous for the child or others around them and which is only helping them in self-regulation, then these are red flags as maybe the practices they are using in the center are not neurodiversity affirming number 5 as autism is a spectrum with each child having their own strengths and needs so an aba program must be individualized for every child depending on the assessment and their strengths and needs aba programs always takes data to show how your child is progressing if they do not individualize your child's program and use the same program for all the children then that's a red flag as well number 6 aba therapy uses the principles of positive reinforcement to teach different skills compliance must not be the goal if something is not working the therapist should be able to brainstorm and see why a particular program is not working and then come up with different alternatives number 6 ABA therapy is expensive. It is very important to be clear about the cost of the therapy 
and the sessions before you start the program. Number seven, ABA therapy is not only done at the table. It can be and should be done in different settings, in different environments, with different therapists and different materials. This is called generalization, which is a very important part of the program. ABA therapy has got a lot of negative vibes these days. It's true in the past, many autistic individuals have not had good experience with ABA. We need to listen to their concerns and these are valid. But ABA therapy is evolving and changing. Parents should not just listen to blanket statements and disregard a therapy altogether. They must do their own research and then decide if ABA therapy is going to be beneficial for their child, which in most cases is, and also consider all the points which I have discussed in today's episode to look for a good ABA therapy center for their child. Once again, thank you for listening to my podcast. If you like my podcast, leave me a rating and a review in Apple Podcast, Good Pods or Spotify. This will help my podcast reach more autism parents. I will continue to share lots of strategies which I used with my son over the years in our journey on the autism spectrum. I also have a blog called autismfamilystory.com which I started in 2019 to help other parents who are just starting out this journey or who may be already on this journey. I also do have an Instagram and a Facebook page with the same name, Autism Family Story, where I share lots of information, videos to help other parents starting out in this complex journey in the field of autism. Please do listen to my podcast and subscribe and share with your friends and family so they can benefit from it. Thank you for listening to my podcast today.